This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Steve and A and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell, with a fresh haircut. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you enjoy your weekend? I really did. It was busy, very busy, other than uh, sitting through about an almost four-hour game on Saturday night due to ESPN3 broadcasting the Mac College Bethel game. Is that it? As far as I all you did? Well, I watched some bullpup football on Friday. Watched the Chiefs. Bulldog football on Saturday. Chiefs football on Sunday. Chiefs on Sunday. Anything else? No golf mixed in? I The golf clubs are getting pretty uh, filthy because they're just sitting there gathering dust. That's true. Steve, we have a lot of things to get into today. Breaking news. There is a ton of stuff that's going on. Breaking news. Steve got a haircut. Well, that's not the breaking news. Breaking news, Antonio Brown is going back to school at the University of Central Michigan. Is that the breaking news you're talking about? No. Are you referring to the breaking news that Kansas City Royals manager Ned Yost is going to retire at the end of this week? That's what I was referring to. Okay, well, I want to spend more time on that tomorrow. Okay. We can hit on it and the fact that it's going to happen. The Royals announced that today. And I think that you and I both are not surprised. Oh, no, no. Honestly, I... Kind of knew all year that that was what it felt like it was going to be and a chance to turn things over to somebody else, get somebody else a chance to, maybe with a team that could be good in a few years, be able to begin to build them up. I'm sure it will be somebody on his staff or somebody that's been on the Royals' radar for a while. But that will be an interesting moment for this Royals team because they haven't had a coaching search in almost a decade. 2013's when uh, Yost took over, I believe it was. It had to have been before then. It has to be? It had to have been before then. Okay. But either way, it's been almost a decade. I'm sorry, 2010. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the great Trey Hillman. 2007 was Bob Brindley. I just saw a a graphic. 2007 when Bob Brindley started, 2010 for Ned Yost, and they're both retiring. So we'll be able to talk about that a little bit more in depth tomorrow. Steve, it was a big bullpup win on Friday night. It was a not-so-great Kansas Jayhawk loss on Saturday night. At least your team didn't lose to the 122nd-ranked team in the country. Oh, I didn't ask you, how'd your mighty Arkansas Razorbacks Man, Who'd they play? San Jose State. They lost to San Jose State? Yeah. How bad? 
by seven. Ooh. They gave up a late game drive right down the field to lose. I know you've had some tough losses as a KU fan, Steve. Now, but, generally, generally the losses have been pretty lopsided. But you, you've years. lost to some bad teams. Yeah, yeah. San Jose State is a bad football worse team. Worse than Coastal Carolina. Actually, Coastal Carolina. Much worse. Coastal Carolina's 3-1. and one. They're 122nd out of 130 teams. Okay. They're like KU-esque. Okay. I think that team would lose bad to KU. Well, that's what I thought about Coastal Carolina. It makes me sad, Steve. Yeah. You can't lose to San Jose State. I was bragging about them all week. Ch- is it Chad Morris? The it is Chad Morris. Is, is he starting to feel the heat? Oh, people were not thrilled over the what weekend. What are they, one and three now? They would be two and two. Who'd they, who'd they beat? They beat Colorado State. Okay. And then Portland State. Oh, Okay, the mighty Portland. They State. haven't won an FBS or a Power Five game in like three years. Well, how many so. non-conference games do they play? Four. Okay. See the big, yeah, Big Twelve only plays three. So. That's right. So we had a pretty bad day on Saturday for college football. The Bulldogs lost as well, but Sunday it was a nice Chiefs win. I want to open up the floor for you, Steve. I want to make it you choose your own path. Would you like to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs? Or would you like to talk about the Bullpups first? Well, I can't believe you didn't mention my St. Louis Cardinals. They did have a big Going weekend. into Wrigley Field and winning four in a row, basically knocking the Cubs out. Cardinals clinched a playoff spot, but since, you know, we got to pertain to local things, I would really and like... And Jim Sadness. And, you know, we talk... We break down the Bullpups game every Saturday. I mean, we go very in-depth on that. So I'd rather talk about the Chiefs because uh, my column for tomorrow, I've already written my column for tomorrow... Um, I got a feeling the Chiefs and Ravens, this was just the first of two. They are going to meet again in the semifinals of the AFC playoffs. Really? I really You think believe. it could be a 2-3 matchup? I think it'll be a 2-3 matchup. Now, let me ask you this, Steve. As I watched the Chiefs yesterday, there was not one second of that game where I went, oh, Baltimore is just the better team. There wasn't one second. And I know that the score ended up being close. And for any gamblers out there... It was a really painful loss because the Chiefs dominated the game and they let them get back into it at the end and made it a five-point game, which the people in the desert that took the Ravens were feeling good because it flipped the spread. What was the spread? It was between six and a half and five. And so the late touchdown scored by the Ravens made some people very, very happy. But there was not one second of that game yesterday, Steve, where I went, Oh, yeah, Baltimore is a scary team. Lamar Jackson, who had looked like the greatest quarterback of all time through the first two games, looked pretty below average yesterday. And his numbers didn't end up looking terrible. No, his numbers were good. They didn't end up looking terrible because of two plays. And that's the reason the score didn't look bad. Baltimore had two fourth down plays where Lamar Jackson just threw the ball up. It wasn't like he threw it into a crowd and it tipped around and they made the catch. He threw it up and Chiefs defensive backs made terrible plays. There was one down to the goal line, which I think they reviewed to try and get offensive pass interference, and the camera crew must have been taking a break because they didn't have one single good shot of it that probably could have been offensive pass interference. And then there was one, another fourth down, that it was going the same way, but over on the far side of the field that he just threw up and I think it was Charvarius Ward just whiffed on making an easy interception for one. But if you take away those two plays, this is a 33-14 win for the Chiefs. 
instead of a 33-28 win, and Lamar Jackson ends up with less than 200 yards passing. And the reason I want to say that is that Baltimore was not anywhere in my mind in the same ballpark as Kansas City yesterday. Do you feel a little differently about that? Because I didn't even think it really was close. I thought the Chiefs were by far better yesterday. And see, I didn't. I, I take the opposite view. One thing I will say, one thing I have noticed about Chiefs games in the last two years, man, do they start fast. They always start fast. I mean, take away the, forget the Oakland game. But last year, you know, you look at last year, how many times did they have a like a 17, 15-point halftime lead and then it seems like they're hanging on for dear life at the end. See, I never felt hanging on for dear life because they were in complete control. If they needed to score, they would have. And the the direction that I was going to end up going with this later on today, Steve, is that the one thing that I think Andy Reid has to remember now as a veteran coach in the NFL who has always been known, especially in his early time in Kansas City, as becoming a bit conservative in the second half, exactly. is... You have to remember who is your quarterback. And you have to remember that that guy, number one, is maybe the best quarterback in the league, maybe the best quarterback of the century. And that number two, he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. So when you get into the second half and you have a chance to put up some points and pull away with games instead of hold on with your defense just trying to slow down the opponent, there were two things that I saw yesterday that pointed me to this. Number one is the fact that they only scored 10 points in the second half, and one of them was an early drive in the third quarter. Then after that, they didn't run a normal play. They, they didn't run anything with the intent to score, just the intent to burn the clock down. But number two, do you remember the sequence right before halftime where the Chiefs had the ball, 20 seconds left, they're on about the 15-yard line of Baltimore, and... They decide to kick a field goal. They poorly use the timeouts, which that's another issue for Andy Reid and, oh, yeah. and the Chiefs. But they poorly use a timeout and have the ball on the 15 with 10 seconds left. And you have the greatest quarterback weapon ever assembled, and you don't attempt anything? You don't try? Well, you, you don't saw, trust him? You saw Patrick Mahomes coming over the sideline like, what are we doing? We got 10 seconds. We can still get another play. We can run something. And remember that you have that. Plus, it's a wet day. You never know how sure field goals are. You got to try. And I think that's the thing that I think Coach Andy Reid needs to remember or learn. Somebody needs to tell him sometimes and say, "It's not Alex Smith. the The field goal that's that's what you do when you have a quarterback that isn't quite as good. You take field goals. You get a little more conservative in the second half. You try and Hold on for the win instead of put teams away. That's exactly what I. But wrote what I think with this with this Chiefs team, somebody has to remind him. Do you know who is on this team? Do you know the weapons that they have at wide receiver? Go for it. Right. Take chances. Well, you, you you're already giving my column away. For Man, tomorrow. I didn't mean to steal it from yeah, you, Steve. But that's true. Okay, here's but couple, that was my big takeaway here, yesterday. A couple, here's a couple things I took away. One, if the Chiefs don't start protecting Patrick Mahomes better, he's not going to be around to face Baltimore in the postseason. He has taken an inordinate amount of hits. I mean, that number 99, I can't remember what the – like Judah or Jonah or whatever his name was for uh, Baltimore. Are you talking about Judon? Judon. That guy, I tell you, I think he hit 
Patrick Mahomes probably 15 times yesterday. Number two, if I'm playing the Chiefs, why in the world do you even pass the ball? You can run that thing 75% of the time, and you can just control it. The Chiefs can't stop the run. I mean, Baltimore was over 200 yards rushing. They were getting five and six yards a carry. Why even throw the ball when you could just gash a defense? Mark Ingram, who, by the way, was on my fantasy team. That's and right. Had three touchdowns and over 100 yards. Nice selection. He should have had 200 yards and about five touchdowns yesterday. They didn't need to throw the football. When are teams going to realize when you play? I know the Chiefs' pass defense isn't very good, but when are you going to realize you can run all night long on the Chiefs? The one thing that I saw taken a little differently by the national media was I saw some criticism of Baltimore and John Harbaugh for for deciding to go for two on three different occasions when they went for it on fourth down at about their own 35 or 40 early on in the game. I think it was in the second quarter. And I saw people saying, what are you doing? What, what, What are you even thinking here? And the thing you have to remember is, like the same thing I just said, there is an unstoppable nuclear atomic weapon on the other side. Right. And that you know they are going to score points. You need to be able to score as many points as you can humanly score in order to give yourself a chance. And I think teams are going to start doing that more. I think last year there were teams that didn't realize, oh, number one, that the Chiefs' defense is so bad. But number two, all right, we're going to have to score touchdowns. If we get down inside the 10, just like Baltimore did on its first drive yesterday, Steve, when they got down there and said, all right, we're going for it, we have to, I think there are going to be more teams that decide to do that and put the pressure on the Chiefs' defense instead of trying to put the pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And the other thing to me, the Chiefs' linebacking core is getting – they're getting exposed. They are really getting exposed. And I'm not trying to – I mean, great win yesterday. Yeah, good win. I'm not trying to put a damper on it, but I'm looking big picture. I'm looking New England. And this defense has got to tighten up against the run. And I I thought John Harbaugh going for two was great because – Lamar Jackson can really run. Right. And all you got to do is basically roll him out with some kind of option, let him make plays with his legs. And two, two and a half yards, is it two and a half yards you have to get, I think? Yeah, somewhere so, in there. Two and a half yards or three yards. We can round it up to three. Round it up to three. They can get three yards on the ground almost every time. And Mark Ingram was just, I mean, he, he ran with so much passion and energy yesterday. They better start giving him the ball more because – I'm starting him on my fantasy football team from now on. But the thing, I I, I guess maybe it, it doesn't come off this way because I sound sick and it sounds like I'm being negative, but I really do think that the Chiefs were by far the better team yesterday. And if it weren't for those two wacky completions, that this is a completely different looking score. And defensively, Steve, I thought they really were fine, that they did whatever they were supposed to. Remember, I keep saying it. You force field goals, you keep the, your, your opponent under 30, Chiefs are doing their job. Yeah, That's they, all they have to do is just not let it be an absolute gash fest where they're just throwing touchdowns left and right, going 80 yards in one play. All you have to do is slow it down. All you have to do is just slow it down a little. Well, 470 yards isn't exactly slowing it down. But they, but it did, they didn't have as many chances to score. They came up That's with right. stops well, the and Chief, they needed them. And the Chiefs were over 500, so... I'm just saying, I think this these two teams are going to meet in the semifinals because you look at the rest of the AFC, boy, the AFC's bad. I mean, how bad is Denver? 
Oh. And, and, you know, we got a lot of Bronco. They played their best game. We got a lot of Bronco fans out there, but, God, their offense. Joe Flacco, boy, they've got to find a quarterback. How bad is Oakland? Well, o- yeah, Oakland's not very good. I think they Pitts- felt really good Pittsburgh, after their Monday night win. Pittsburgh lost to San Francisco. Eey. I mean, there's Buffalo is undefeated. They play New England next week. Buffalo's just living on borrowed time. How about the Chargers? One and two. Yeah, I'll tell you, the Chiefs got a favor from Detroit. Or not Detroit. Um, Houston. Houston did them. But, hey, Houston's going to win their division. I'm still convinced of that. I just I find it continuing to be funny is that everybody keeps saying, hey, Phillip Rivers, he's the guy. Well, he's got it. They're going to get it figured out. And every year they get off to a slow start. Every year this happens. And people still say, hey, he's the guy. Yeah. All right, Steve, we've got to take a break. When we come back, I've got a couple of clips for our Mondays with Mitch. we we got to save some things to talk about for the rest of the week, Steve. We've got a ton of stuff coming up. We'll dive into Ned Yost tomorrow. We can talk a little bit about bullpup football at the end of the day. But we will keep the show moving here. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve? Smoke. Smoke in the air. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. That's right. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. No, there's nothing to worry about. I'm sure there's... It's a- out being investigated. That's all we know. There's smoke in the air. The phone's ringing off the hook. And we've checked on it. And if, once we know something, we'll let you know. But right now, it's probably a field being burned. But we don't know the answers, so, you know, our phones are just blowing up. <laughs> and uh, Quick, here's Steve's cell phone number so that no, we can do call. Not give oh, me, oh, okay. Yeah, do not give my cell phone. But If you have a question is, about the smoke, we, call yes, Steve. Yes, we know there is smoke in the air, so that's all we know. All right. Steve, how about some smoke from the radio? Yeah. From Voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Let's do it. On the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. We had some good ones yesterday. Are you a big fan of LaShawn McCoy? Shady. Mitch has really dug into the Shady nickname. All right. Here was his call on the Chiefs' first touchdown of the game yesterday. Third down, goal to go. Chiefs down six to nothing. Hardman in motion. They give it off. Shady left hand. Touchdown! Kansas City! Shady McCoy gets off tackle to the left side, and the Chiefs tie the game at six. And a great job by the left side of the offensive line. Shady. And He's a big have, fan. And you have to remember, the Chiefs had over 500 yards with two starting offensive linemen basically out because Andrew Wiley got hurt early in the game and Eric Fisher didn't play. That's right. The second one, this is this was something I hinted at a couple minutes ago, but Baltimore went forward on fourth down in the second quarter and didn't get it, and Mitch had a great call. Ravens 2 of 2 on fourth down. They have fourth and 2 at their own 47. They also went for 2 after the touchdown. They sprint out to the right side. They fire it, and the pass is incomplete. They tried to flood the right side. The Ravens gamble and lose. Snake eyes as the Chiefs take the chips and will get the football in fantastic field position. And explain snake eyes to the 
folks out there, you're a kind of a dice type guy. Crap out. That's right. It means you lose. You lose. Bad. Yeah. Don't roll snake eyes. That's right. I've, it's happened to me a, a few times. <laughs> then they followed that up with maybe one of the best catches of the year by Demarcus Robinson. At the 18-yard line of the Ravens, double tight. Play action fake. Here comes a blitzer. Fake pattern to the near side, and it is caught by Robinson. Touchdown, Kansas City. An incredible one-handed catch by Demarcus Robinson on a deep corner route of 18 yards, and the Chiefs strike gold in the gold end zone. Did you like the gold end zones, Steve? I did like the gold end zone. It reminded you of the glory days back at Municipal Stadium. Oh, yeah. It reminded you of the AFL. Yeah. All the good stuff. And that was an unbelievable catch by Demarcus Robinson, who has just absolutely emerged with Tyreek Hill out. And remember, no Tyreek Hill yesterday and no Damian Williams. That's right. Uh, Daryl Williams was the running back yesterday. Then the biggest play of the day that really busted this game open. Me Cole. Me Cole Hardman. Single back Mahomes, first and 10 from his own 17. Long, he's got Hardman wide open, 50, 40 foot race, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City as Hardman slings the ball into the section behind the goalpost. An 83-yard touchdown strike by the NFL MVP. Not bad. Not bad. And he was so wide open. He, had, he almost actually had to wait for the ball to get to him. Did you hear all the Earl Thomas talk this week, Steve, or this past week, saying, oh, we're going to stop this Chiefs offense. I'm going to stop them. They haven't seen anything yet. Well, Earl Thomas was caught in the wake of Meikle Hardman. Earl's old, though. Earl is old. He he, he, he's, he keeps relating to when he was a really, really good player with the Legion of Boom, and those days have kind of passed. He's, he's been beat up you know, in his career, and he doesn't have what he used to have. And then the final call I had was the game-winning play where the Chiefs were able to pick up a first down on what would have been, I think, a third down and five, right. and that sealed the victory inside the two-minute warning. Right foot in front of the left. He has got Daryl Williams to his left in the backfield. Mahomes pump faking. He's going to throw a screen right. Daryl Williams with the block. He's at the 40-45 at midfield. First down, Kansas City. Goodbye, Baltimore Ravens. Goodbye at 139 to go in the game. A screen pass of 16 yards dialed up by Big Red and executed perfectly by the NFL MVP, Patrick Mahomes. And you know, most teams would just run the ball in that situation. That's what I was saying earlier. That was the one chance that they had to be a little bit more that's proactive. When, that's when I got nervous because I just thought they'd run the ball, they'd punt it away, Baltimore would race down the field against that poor secondary and then we'd have to sweat out an onside kick. That's when you have to trust, as Mitch referred to. In Mahomes, we trust. The NFL MVP. Right. you got to trust him. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, there was a lot that happened this weekend leaving us with a lot of things to talk about over the next couple of days. 
But do you remember the conversations we had a few times last week saying, all right, now the Chiefs, they have to prepare their lives for playing the Patriots. You got to go get Jalen Ramsey. Well, they didn't do that, but they did get a little bit closer to even with the Patriots by their cut from Friday. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah. He's lost his mind. He then decided to say that I'm not playing for in the NFL anymore. It's all it's all on me. And he ripped everybody going out the door. Big Ben. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. Ryan Clark on hey, ESPN. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you remember what I told you, oh, about a month ago, where I thought Antonio Brown would end up? We were in the car ride going to the football jamboree. No. Raiders. No. Don't know. Maybe not an NFL team. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, then bad memory, Steve. I have a bad I memory. said the XFL. Oh, that's right. Can't you imagine him being the first big player How that they sign? WWE. I think that would make that would a little be a bit good more thing. sense That'd for him. That would be a good thing because he can talk the talk. He'd be a great guy on the mic. XFL. Okay. Book it. All right. My bet of KU winning wasn't very good, though. Vinny, Vinny Mac. Vinny McMahon. He'll throw some money out and get him in the XFL. I'm telling you. I think it sounds like a done deal to me. But your KU book wasn't that bad. No, I, I, I thought, thought they could hang in there. They did. I don't think you had any faith in them. No. The Chiefs by 14. I, I thought they were 14 points better. It was just those two Lamar Jackson Hail Marys. heaves yeah. that helped them out. Yeah. I, I'm not too disappointed, except for the fact that I predicted 13 out of 15 games in a little pool that I'm in, wrong against the spread. I got two out of 15. You better join Fearless. Two out of 15. It was bad. (laughs) You and Fearless can commiserate. Man. The one game I did get was Wisconsin. Poor Michigan. Oh, they're terrible. Poor Michigan. Jim Harbaugh, overrated. We've got all sorts of college football to talk about later on this week. We've got the Bullpups. We have Ned Yost retiring. Ton of stuff left to cover, Steve. I hope you have a great week. Great day. It'll be great. Hope you have a great rest of your day today. Fantastic. Get all suited up. Oh, I will. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.